For the second straight week and third out of four, the Brock Eagles hit 70 points as they beat Clyde 75 to 14 and move on to the region championship. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett here on the Brock Eagle football show brought to you by DFW Executive Realty and Tommy Hayes Photography. As it's hard to believe that this game was 14 to 14 at one point. Uh, and then Brock was able to roll out with the dominance that we're used to seeing. And they win 75 to 21. Brody Woods, another big game. The maturation of him from where he was at the beginning of season to now is just phenomenal. This kid is on an arc that where if it continues like this, he is legitimately next year going to be one of the best quarterbacks in what most likely will be for a division two as the mock uh, realignments have been shooting out here the last couple days and it looks like brock will be up in 4a division two and boy they're gonna be really really ready for that this team is going to be very good uh in, in at that level no matter where they end up but we first got to finish out 3a division one and it's a familiar opponent again it just feels like region one the last six years have been district four 3a at the end of the day you have teams like Clyde and Bushland and Muleshoe and all them, you know, you feel like, oh, is this the year they finally break through? And at the end of the day, no. It's hard to get past the 4-3-A four, four, Division two, uh, Division one teams that are in the playoffs. And this week, it's Brock versus Paradise once again. This was the closest game in district for Brock, uh, but they were able to win 26-14. to 14. And honestly, it felt like that was a game that could have easily been 35-42-14. to 14. Uh, but give give credit to Paradise. You know, we talk about Paradise's offense, and they, should, they deserve to be talked about. They're awesome this year, averaging like 52 points a game or something crazy like that. But their defense is pretty stout. And that gets lost on how good their offense is. On the year, the most points they've given up all year was to Brock in that 26-14 to 14 loss. The rest of the schedule, they gave up 10, 0, 8, 7, 0, 7, 7, 7, 26 to Brock, 9, 13, 14, and 14. Now, you can make the case that their non-district was not that tough, especially when you compare it to Brock, but who they've beaten the playoffs, especially holding Bushland to 14, that was very impressive. You know, we all saw Bushland last year, and we saw what Jacko, that quarterback, could do. We saw in the first half against Brock when it looked like they were going to beat Brock before Brock made the comeback, uh, that that Bushland Falcon team could score. And so for Paradise to hold them to 14 shows to me that the Panthers' defense is still playing strong. And, and this is going to be another slobber knocker. That's what we should call it back. I don't know. Do people call it that anymore? That's what we should call it back in the day. But it's, it's going to be physical, and it's going to be one in the trenches. Uh, and I think that bodes well for Brock. But this is going to be a great game. We want to thank our sponsors, Tommy Hayes Photography. You can find him online at TommyHayesPhotography.com. On Instagram, Tommy underscore Hayes underscore Photography. Or on Facebook, just type in Tommy Hayes Photography. He does all the Brock, Brock work. I just said that twice. I don't know why. Uh, but he also does a lot of other things outside of Brock. He's, he has the best sport uh, shots that you'll see in the state, and his portraits are awesome. He's got a great imagination, and it just always comes out well. And I also want to thank DFW Executive Realty. That's online at dfwexecutiverealty.com. Eddie Washington. You can also email him, edwash1 at msn.com, for all your realty needs on the, DF, on the Fort Worth side of DFW. He'll take care of you. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, it's the head coach of the Brock Eagles, Coach Billy Mathis, joining us as he does each and every week right here on the Brock Eagle Football Show on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media. 
Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. See Abla Espanol. Terry Bennett back here on the Brock Football Show. Now joined by the head coach of the Eagles, Coach Billy Matheson. Coach, first off, congratulations on the big win against Clyde. What were your thoughts on that game? Man, I was um, very proud of the boys. It's always, you know, it's so exciting to go play on Thanksgiving week. And then you get out there and, you know, it's a 1 o'clock in the afternoon game. And there's just a lot of stuff that goes on, you know, that kind of takes you off schedule a little bit of those games. And, you know, sometimes it, um, you know, it's just a little bit different. Yeah. But, you know, we came out there and, you know, Clyde, as good as they were, you know, that first quarter, man, it was it was a battle. And, you know, we knew it would be. I knew that, you know, their offense, and they were playing as hot as anybody in the state and watching them go. And, you know, we go out there and had a couple turnovers, which, you know, you look back on it now, you know, it was good for us to have that adversity. We hadn't had it in the past couple of weeks. And, man, once again, nobody faltered, nobody freaked out. Everybody stayed dialed in and just kept going out there saying, hey, let's play another play. Let's play another play and don't come out with a big win. Does it feel like to you that your offense is playing better at this point than maybe any point over the last two years? Absolutely. We are playing as fast and as confident as we have you know, since the day I walked in here. And it's it just due to more and more experience. You know, the boys, you know, we don't change much. And just repetition after repetition and just getting up there and going, you know. So that confidence, that, um, you know, doing it day in and day out leads to just the offense going. And, you know, Brody back there, quarterback, has just done an amazing job. You know, having a quarterback that can run and pass, a dual-threat guy, it puts so much stress on a defense, and he does an amazing job with it. And I just love the way our offensive line has gotten better and better every week. Our running backs and receivers are really dialed in, and just their timing w- with Brody and you know our running backs with the offensive line, it, it, it's really peaking. And people don't understand that. You know, you get behind an offensive line, and sometimes. You know, the running backs, you know, you're always saying hit the hole hard. Sometimes they outrun their pullers mm-hmm. and, you know, you know, they, and they, you know, met, you know, or don't hit the hole where they're supposed to, you know, it's a trust factor and it's, it's a patience factor. Our running backs have gotten so much more in tune with our offensive line and the same way with our receivers and Brody, we're, we're throwing the ball really well. They're looking out there, they're understanding each other. So I contribute a lot of that to, you know, of course, our offensive staff 
and the reps that they give and the preparations they put in through practice all week. So, absolutely, I feel like our offense is as good as it's ever been. Well, and it's funny because, you know, Brock, you don't think of a quarterback passing, and y'all are throwing the ball, but your run game, I mean, y'all got almost 3,000 yards on the ground, and I think what's made y'all's run game even better is the diversity of who's running the ball. You can't just key in on one guy this year. No, you know, and that, that's always what we want. You know, we've always been blessed to have a couple of good running backs. And not only does it help you not be able to key in on who's running the ball, but it keeps those guys healthy. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing for me. You go and play, you know, you know, 10 regular season games, you know, the scrimmages, all that. You got one running back back there. That's a lot of carries. That's a lot of wear and tear on a, on a young man. And us being blessed to have the two running backs that we have, where they can split carries, stay fresh, so we can go and make these long runs. Because you're getting, you know, you get the ball 30, 35 times a game. That's a beating. That's a pounding that you're taking. And if you're able to split it up, you know, 15 and 15 or so, it keeps both guys fresh and it keeps them, you know, keeps them a lot more, you know, just healthy that you can go make a good playoff run. Well, speaking of playoff run, once again, this region ends with a District 4-3A rematch. It's been Whitesboro. It was Pilot Point right before you got there. Now it's Paradise. How much do you go back and look at that game from, what, almost a month ago to the day, about a month and a week ago to the day? How much does that game matter now? It, it matters a lot, you know, it you know, seeing everything that they did, you know, that gave us problems, seeing the stuff that we did that gave them, you know, trouble. You know, as coaches, we're going to go back and we try to fix stuff, right? Try to go back and say, hey, you know, this is what they did. How can we kind of – how do we, you know, not get that taken care of? So, you know, the, the familiarity with, with the district teams is always a, you know, it's a good deal, right? But at the same time, you know, it, it's tough too because – you know, the teams know each other so well. The the players know each other so well. So it makes that rivalry extra special. But it makes going and game planning, you know, tough. You know, because we know each other very well. We know each other's schemes, you know, of what we're doing and what they're doing. So you got to go back, watch those films, go watch the, the playoff games they played and say, right, this is what they're doing now. This is what they haven't done. This is what they had success with, you know, so – Pretty sure they're going to come back and use this again against us. So, you know, we've watched the film. We've watched them all, you know, as coaches do. We spend hours upon hours, probably too many hours actually watching film, <laughs> you know. But it, um, it's big, you know, having that game, you know, against us this year that we can go back and watch. Well, and you brought up a good point when we were talking before we started recording. As a coaching staff, you can also go too far to the let's try to – fix everything we did wrong in the last game to the point where you've got too much going on. Oh, 100%. The coaches, I think we're, we're our own worst enemy most of the time. And it's, hey, this works, so I know they're going to game plan against it, so let's not do it. Or they did this, so let's do this. And you get yourself game planning and going and, and trying to defend every play instead of saying, you know what, let's get lined up. Let's get our guys where they need to be, and let's do what we do best. That's getting our guys to the ball and getting them there fast and getting them there violent. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. 
And you can see it all on our YouTube channel at L4 Media Company. Like and subscribe. So the rematch is set up. Paradise versus Brock. The winner of that will take on a uh, opponent that will either be Winsboro or Malakoff. I'm actually going to that game this week. Well, I, I could also I could either go to that game or I might end up at the Gunter game against Jacksboro up in Denton. It just depends. I've got a couple meetings uh, in Denton area Friday, and so if one of them goes a little long, I might just stay up there and go to that game. But uh, I know Malakoff beat Winsboro last year pretty bad. I think it was 55 to 10, but this is a different Winsboro team. Uh, and it's a different Malakoff team, even though this Malakoff team is really, really good. But th there is, they did get hit by some graduation. I, I still think Malakoff wins that game, but I think it's going to be a one possession game. That game's in Forney. Uh, and of course, uh, the winner of that will play the winner of Brock Paradise. And the rumor I'm hearing is it's probably going to be at the star. Um, so uh, if that's all, that's awesome, no matter what. I love that place for four a and below. It's just big enough to pack it in. Being indoor, it's really, really loud. It, it took some time getting used to it being a football stadium because it's also a practice facility. It's built like a practice facility. But man, it, it's it's become my, one of my favorite places. The only negative they have is how you get into there with it usually being one ticket booth. That's a pain in the butt. Uh, but other than that, man, that's where some great football has been played since it's been opened. I think of that Carthage Midlothian game. Uh, I know Brock has, you know, lost one there, but it still, it's a great place to play. Uh, but anyway, you got to first take care of this week first, and it's going to be a great one. Any questions, thoughts, or comments, email them to me, Terry at S2Sport.com. Of course, if the Eagles win, we'll be back next week with a show. If they don't, we will be doing a show at the end of the season, a retrospect where we talk to Mathis about, you know, his thoughts on the year and all that. But let's not worry about that right now. Uh, if you're going to the game, be safe, root for the win, and let's plan on meeting back here next week on the Brock Eagle Football Show, brought to you by Tommy Hayes Photography and DFW Executive Realty on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media. <laughs>